We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. To see Paul again off the tip. Scores! Alex Tuck from the top of the circle right side. Let it rip. And out of nowhere, the Sabres are on the board. The Sabres have not played in a year and a half. We actually want them back on the ice. I know. Get back on the ice Saturday, Calgary. Kevin Adams will speak with the media today after the Dylan Cousins contract extension has been uh, announced slash reported and uh, announced. I mean, the Sabres tweeted that out as well. So Cousins under contract for seven more years, an extension for him. Thompson's got an extension. Samuelson's got an extension. This team has been trying to build something bigger, and uh, they're well on their way and in a playoff race. We'll talk a little bit about the Sabres and the uh, NHL at large with senior writer for the score, John Mattis, on the Western Hotline. John, good morning. Hey, fellas. How are you? We're good. We're good. It's been, um, I mean, the Sabres had the longest playoff drought in the NHL. And in the middle of that was probably one of the darkest times in franchise history. But uh, it's been a, you know, a rebirth here. Things are, things are going well. And these big, long contracts, you know, it's, it's the new landscape of the NHL, John, a little bit, right? Like that these 20, these guys off of entry level deals are signing big, long term contracts as teams identify them as corner pieces. It's not just Buffalo. It seems to be the way the league operates now. Yeah, sure. I think I think part of it is the salary cap era, um, specifically this flat cap that we've been stuck with for whatever, three or four years. I think that's playing a huge role in it. And I think as well, just the fact that these younger players excel quicker than in the past. I mean, you guys remember, I don't know, let's say 20 years ago, good luck finding an, eight, an 18-year-old in the league. Now you see them all the time. And then, you know, once they turn 20, 21, they're well-established. They're, they're key parts of their team. And teams are just wising up to the fact that these players want security because, say, in Dylan Cousins' uh, instance, he can sign this long-term deal here and then sign another one in the middle of his, his prime or towards the end of his prime, depending on, on how he does in terms of the, the longevity of his, of his you know, elite status. Um, so it makes sense to the player too, right? Uh, obviously, there's, there's a bit of risk there where – you know, you could really explode in the next year or two, and then you're stuck on this quote-unquote team-friendly deal, as we're seeing with Tage Thompson, for example. But um, I think it, it, it's kind of one of those instances where uh, the player and the team across the league is able to find the middle ground because security is, is super important. And most of these deals come with a decent AAV, right? So um, I think it makes sense. Uh, and I think Kevin Adams has done a really uh, – smart job of only handing these out to guys who are sure things who are part of uh, the long-term future i mean it's it's tage thompson dylan cousins and matthias samuelson i don't think a single sabers fan is going to argue with with committing to those three guys how do you feel in general about players at that age kind of locking themselves into a long-term deal like i'm a little curious like cousins doing that i get like the team aspect of it and taking the guarantee but Ottawa, this happened for a couple players, right? Tim Stutzla and whatnot. Um, I, does it surprise you that more and more of these players are kind of 
not really betting on themselves and they're just signing up for the the guaranteed right now? Well, part of it, yeah. I mean, it's a little surprising, I guess. Like, if you if you want to absolutely maximize your earnings, I don't think it's the the smartest bet. But I also think whether it's agents in their ear or these players realizing it themselves, I think a part of this, a layer of this, is the fact that you're stuck with this team as a restricted free agent for the first, I don't know, six or seven years, just the way the system is. You don't become a UFA until roughly 26, 27, depending on how many games you get in the NHL. So they might be looking at it as, listen, like, let's just get this done. Let, let's, let's commit. Let's get all these RFA years done with and maybe tack on a couple of UFA years and, and grow with this group. And, you know, I, it's, I'm not just saying this because I'm on with you guys, uh, a Buffalo station, but like it, Buffalo is very, the, the Sabres are very stable right now. They're, they're a team that you, you want to be part of a, a sort of a, a moving train that you'd love to stay on. So I can totally see it from Cousins' perspective. I mean, uh, that room is very young. Uh, they're very tight. Uh, I can understand where he looks at it and goes, you know, I will be a, an unrestricted free agent after this this new contract, so I will have my chance to, to go elsewhere. But right now, I love my teammates. I love the direction of this team. I'm about to get paid, and I can start investing that money and make some, some hay in that sense. Um, so they probably see it as, as security, as a way to be part of something special. At least that's what, that's what they're viewing it as, where you're building from the ground up uh, with all your peers. One of the big conversations around here, John, is can they make it this year and how much should they push for it? I mean, they're, they're a contender for the playoffs right now, just three points out of a playoff spot and some games in hand on some of the teams that are in front of them. The question is, do they have enough stocked that they feel comfortable spending some at the uh, you know the acquisition store, whether that's a Jacob Chikrin or Timo Meyer's name is in rumors. And when it comes to chasing down the teams in front of them and the timeline, these teams sometimes <laughs> play it conservative, right? You don't want to give away too much. But there's there's definitely value in making the playoffs in the league to your owners making money. And I wonder how you like their chances to make it as presently constructed and maybe adding another piece. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of uh, hesitant to be on team all-in or team big move at the deadline. Uh, I kind of I side towards, you know, the more conservative approach. And, and that's not to say that, I you know, next year I would be talking similarly. I just think that this thing is moving at, an, at a slow-ish pace, but I think it's moving in a sustainable in a sustainable way uh, in terms of Kevin Adams and, and the moves he's making and trying to find that window where they are able to push forward and, and commit these future assets um, to trades and, and really bulk up. I don't think that this year is the year to do that. I just, I look at where they are in the standings. I mean, money puck has them at a 32% chance of making the playoffs. They're three points out of the second wild card right now, which sounds great. But the Islanders and the Panthers are pretty much right there with them also on the outside looking in. So they're really in a, in a battle there. And it's tricky, right, for Adams because you have the longest playoff drought in NHL history. The team, at least a portion of the fan base is going, come on, like give us some playoff hockey. And I totally get that. And I could see how that would be tempting. But I feel like just the timeline of this team, um, it would be better suited to, to save uh, those, those bullets, if you will, uh, for next year, for the year after, et cetera. And 
that's not to, to sort of say that th- this year hasn't been an improvement because it clearly has or that they can't potentially make the playoffs. Um, but I would like to see Adams try to be creative in terms of, you know, you've got these two college kids, Ryan Johnson and Eric Cortillo, who are probably who are you have the rights right now, but you're probably not going to in the summer when they become free agents. So is there a way that you can move them for, I don't know, a smaller piece that you think can fit long term or, if you look at Victor Olofsson, who's going to be a UFA in 23-24, or sorry, after 23-24, and go, he's part of the long-term future? Or do you go, he might be the odd man out when I look at the, the forward group, and you decide to flip him because he, you know, his value's never been higher. Um, so I see that they, they, they have pieces to move, and obviously they have a ton of draft picks, um, but you definitely keep that 2023 first-rounder, in my opinion, unless something great drops on your desk there's always that caveat but um long story short i'm kind of in the conservative camp and i don't want to be <laughs> i want to see the fireworks i want to see kevin adams make a big move but i think in terms of the timeline of this team and where it's going and just doing things in, in the right order i feel like it, it's it's more of a wait and see approach as, as we head towards the deadline how about some NHL award talk? Rasmus Dahlin and Owen Power are both in the running for, well, Dahlin for the Norris and Power for the Calder. There was a story recently from uh, a survey done to voters that it kind of gave credence to the idea that both are in the running, but neither are front runners. What about for you? Did, can you see either Dahlin winning the Norris Trophy this year or Power winning the Calder? I think it's possible for both. Uh, if we start with Dahlin, He's, he has an uphill battle here down the stretch of the last 30 or so games, just because you've got, in my opinion, uh, two players that have a bit of an edge on him. You've got Eric Carlson, whose numbers are outrageous, 69 points in 52 games. Voters are going to dock him for the lack of defense. Uh, and, you know, I don't think they should dock him for, for not making the playoffs, but I'm sure some voters will. Um, so there's that to consider. I think Carlson would be the front runner. And I think Adam Fox is having an underrated, very good two-way season. Uh, and then, you know, we got Josh North, Morrissey there. So there's there's a lot of competition. And I think Dahlin's right in there. I think he's, you know, certainly going to be on a lot of ballots when voters give their five. Because there are three finalists, but voters give five names. So I certainly will, would, would expect them to, to be in and around the, the second, third, fourth. Uh, spot, but I think first is is a bit of a stretch. Um, as for power, I think he's actually even a, a, a in a worse situation in the sense that with the Calder, people love the points. They love you know what uh, what forwards can do in in their their rookie season. And I think Beniers has that in a really good spot. And that honestly, I think that people are sleeping on Owen Power's rookie season. I think uh, if you watch enough Sabres games, you see how important he is to. So what they're able to do, you know, it's, when Darlene or Power on the ice, they're basically a different team. They're a playoff team, if you will. Uh, and then when they're off the ice, that third pair, whoever may be out there, uh, they're one of the worst teams in the league as far as goal differential, you know, shot share, all that stuff. So I think the fact that Power doesn't have the offensive numbers, that's really going to hurt him. And I don't think it necessarily should because of the role he's playing. Uh, you know, he's playing whatever, 24 minutes a night and in tough situations, and he's still such a young player that that's super impressive. Um, but the competition up there with, with Beneers, I think, will be too strong. So I don't see either of these guys winning uh, a trophy right now, but it's possible down the stretch. We still have, I don't know, 35 40% of the season left that they could make a run for it. 
John Mattis, senior NHL writer at The Score. Thanks, John. Thanks for the time. Hey, Paul. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Sabres next game tomorrow afternoon. Oh, sorry, Saturday afternoon. Saturday. I, I almost thought it was Friday already. Fast forward to Friday. Okay, when we get back, Hall of Fame gets oh, announced that's tonight. Right. We can pick who we think will win. Yeah. Five out of fifteen. Five of the fifteen. We'll we'll try and uh, we'll pick them. Maybe. Are they going to announce this all at once, or are they going to do one by one throughout the night? Isn't that how they should do it? That's a good question. They start the show with, and our first inductee, whoever, and then stay tuned. Thirty minutes from now, we'll announce the next one. Yeah. Okay. That's probably not how they're going to do it, though. Who's hosting tonight? Kelly Clarkson. Right. I asked you that. We did. Tw- <laughs> we did twenty questions, didn't we? That's right. And I remembered, and you didn't. Yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Kelly Clarkson hosts tonight the NFL Honors. Okay, we'll get you the Hall of Fame class and try to pick the five that are, that are going to make it in, five modern day. I also do have the best prop bet ever. Right. I know. There's a million prop bets. They're all silly. This one has the potential to be the most fun parlay. That, if we could make it happen, it would be the most fun parlay ever. So we'll do that, and we'll do the five that are going to make the Hall of Fame in Extendo Sports coming up. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.